0: AM 570 KLAC. 98.7 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570. in L.A. sports icon.
1: Fred Rogan is here tonight.
0: Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles.
1: The D. I'm the D. Fred, Fred Rogan. Ken. Weekdays before Petros and Mike. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Peep. An NFL quarterback.
0: Absolutely
1: perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Pete. Pete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on AM570 LA Sports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney.
0: Let's go. Fred Rogan Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Uh, happened a little sooner than at least I thought it would. You thought it would happen before they yes. got to San Francisco. Wow, the Dodgers since for the first time since April are in first place. Now, San Francisco is playing this afternoon. It's a 12.30 start, so we'll see uh, what happens. They're in first place. Rodney, what an unbelievable year this has been.
2: It's, yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. It's been up and down. Obviously, it's been frustrating for a lot of folks, but uh, as we've said it, and we've talked to people who have said it that we talk to on a regular basis who were not necessarily as worried as some of the fans, and meaning Ned, Ned Coletti and David Basset, who we talked to on a regular basis, felt that once the Dodgers did get healthy, then they they would show their might. And what's interesting, and even being at the game last night, Fred, it, it was a different feeling than it was, say, in June. Because last night, even as late as the eighth inning, when, uh, who is it, Dan's Yeah. One, Hit the home run to go ahead home run. Yeah. Uh, th- it it didn't feel like the game was over or like, oh, the Dodgers weren't going to come back and tie it, whether go extra innings or end up winning the game in regulation. So it was that feeling like like we had you know in those World Series runs where you felt no matter what the score was, no matter how the game was going, the Dodgers were going to find a way to win it in the end. Remember, there was a time... I don't know what the stat was. The Dodgers lost just about every extra inning game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now they're now they're winning them. And now they're winning the close games in the end. So it feels like a dramatic turn and shift. Like this is the sense of urgency and they're getting on a roll at the right time. And it's not although Muncie did hit a home run has been on fire. Congratulations to him. Three three years with 30 plus home runs for for Max Muncie. Unbelievable pickup for the Dodgers. But it's it's guys like Austin Barnes hit a home run. You know that that get it, and you you can't just focus, which is a tough top five in that lineup, top six when you when Will Smith is catching. It's a tough, 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 tough lineup. AJ Pollock, big. I mean, it, it's it's somebody different. Somebody could be huge any given night for the Dodgers.
0: I I really felt in the Atlanta series, and I don't know why. I mean, because Max Fried looked good last night. Yeah, give him credit. I thought, just get to the bullpen, you'll be fine. If you're struggling here, just get to the bullpen. You'll be fine. And they got to the bullpen in the games they needed to and won. They beat the bullpen. That's what they did back in the past. But I sit here and think as they now are in first place, uh, God, what, what an unbelievable year with the guys that have been hurt, the guys that have missed games, the ups and the downs, as poorly, quite frankly, as they have played at times, defensively, They made mistakes in games, and here they are, right back where they're supposed to be. And now, fired on all cylinders. That's why this year, unlike past years, you know, past years, if they had been struggling near the regular season, you're right. You had to board up the window behind me. I would have jumped because I was panicked. Once they showed they actually could win the World Series, bubble, no bubble, once they showed they can actually win the World Series, I think you, you exhale a little bit because they know what to do. All those years of trying to win the World Series and coming up short, yeah. they finally won. And now you just you exhale and you look at the job Dave Roberts, who is vilified on a daily basis on this show, has done.
2: They're
0: yeah. back in first place.
2: They're, yeah, they're pitching. on that, though, Fred. You got, I mean, I, I know you mentioned Dave Roberts I just got, before I forget. But, yeah, even last night. Last night was ridiculous. Driving home with Hollis, she's reading through the Twitter and it, and even listening to David Bassett after the game in the post game, how how many people had to retract their hatred towards Dave Roberts for taking Scherzer out of the game last night? Because people were going nuts, going nuts. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Come to find out, there was an injury.
0: Yeah, I look. Be fair. When you were sitting there, you thought the same thing. What are you doing? Now you know that Scherzer has a hand. But but this
2: that's the greater point that in that dugout, in that clubhouse, in that organization, they know what they're doing and know their personnel better than we do. That's the reason why they keep winning. They know their personnel. Whether somebody's tweak tweaked, somebody's hurt. I mean, technically he could have just pulled him out of the game, and nobody said anything about a hamstring for Scherzer. To say the way it sounds is that, and we'll get into it. But he, he's, he's done it before. He tweaked it, felt it early in the game, came out, and he'd be fine for his next start. That could have gone under the radar. Nobody says anything about it. I think it was Scherzer was the first one that said I had my hammy. Yeah. Um, and then Dave Roberts came in. And, yeah, he had the hamstring. He told me he already told the full story. But if Scherzer doesn't say anything, or they go and say, you know, I'm gonna, you know, let's ice it, and see how it feels. Because he did pitch. He didn't like he came out of the game on on an obvious injury. Dave would have took the heat for that. And people would have killed him if this didn't come out.
0: Yeah, but let's be fair about that. Dave would have taken the heat if this doesn't come out because you look at it and go, the guy is on fire here. He's on like 78 pitches. Why would you take him out? And to be fair, there might have been instances in the past where Dave – had a bit of an early hook. Now I think you have to acknowledge.
2: Yeah, but let's let's talk about that, Fred. Because yeah, there there might have been cases. Obviously, you're not 100% either way. But there are just as no, enough situations where internally something is going on. Rich Hill, Rich Hill. When you a pitcher tells you uh, keep an eye on me, I, I don't know if I can. And you see a little. If you're a pitcher, you don't say that. If you feel like I got I got this. And I went. We love Rich Hill. He was being honest, just like Serger was being honest last night. He said, "I don't know how much I can go. Keep an eye on me out there." And he pulled him because he felt like, okay, he told me he doesn't have much left in the tank. I don't want to wait too long. He pulled him. Everybody went irate. I it
0: didn't
2: end well. No, I understand. I understand. But what I'm but sick- at that moment, that was yeah. what I'm saying. At that moment, the decision is made because he knows his personnel better than anybody else.
0: Agree. But what I'm saying is we have to acknowledge and you and I have done this. So, I mean, we're on the record. Some of our listeners look at it quite differently. Dave Roberts is not the same manager today as he was when he took over the job. He's not the same guy. He's the same human being. He's the same individual, but he is not the same manager because the years he has been at the helm have given him valuable experience. He's going to look at things differently now than he did when he started. Of course. Do you really think now he would have gone out and just gotten Rich Hill? No. There might have been a conversation out there. Uh, There may have been some sort of signal that Hill directly gave him. He wouldn't have done it
2: because he's been through it now. So when he goes out and he
0: gets. Wait, wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. wait. No, I, 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 I beg to differ. If that happened last night, he would have went and got Rich Hill.
0: But Rich Hill himself said in that situation, and Dave admitted, he admitted on our show, there was a miscommunication. What I'm saying is things are more buttoned up now.
2: But there was not a miscommunication of Rich Hill going to him saying,
0: That's correct.
2: Keep an eye on right. me. Right,
0: but then the miscommunication came where he went out to talk to him and Rich should have said to him, no, I'm still okay. Not, here's the ball. That was the miscommunication. That That wouldn't happen now. Here's another one.
2: It would happen 100% of the time, 100% of the time. No, if no. a pitcher hands you the ball and you go, wait a minute, I'm not here to take you out. No, he's out. Right, He's but, out. But the problem with the miscommunication. The moment the pitcher gives you the ball, he's out. There's no room for discussion yeah, after that. Yeah, but the
0: problem with him giving him the ball, as we learned, was uh, he thought he was coming out to take him out. Dave, in essence, thought he was going out to check on him. And that's where the miscommunication was. I don't know, back then, should Dave have waved his arm and say, don't give me the ball, I want to ask you a question? I don't know. I'm just saying that wouldn't happen now. Look at Kenley Jansen. Look, and we've all been guilty of it this year. All of us at one point or another. Oh, no. Oh, my God, no. Now look at him again. Look at him again. Not only is he just fine, he's better than fine. And who sat with him? And who stuck with him? Dave Roberts. You're going to criticize Dave Roberts for playing Kenley Jansen now? No, there's nobody you'd rather have in the game besides Trident than Kenley Jansen. So, you, are you going to criticize him now? He's stuck with him. Joe I'm Kelly
2: saying, looked pretty good last
0: night. Yeah, I know he did. I know. Yeah. I'm saying Dave Roberts is not the same guy he was when he started. He's the same human being, not the same manager, because he's learned. He's grown. And he has been able to navigate. My God, Sheldon Noisy, Luke Rayley, Billy Bill McKinney? McKinney. Yeah. I mean, with all due respect, who is this guy? What? And here they sit, back on top. They're right back where they're supposed to be. I think it has been perhaps his most incredible managing job, Dave Roberts. This whole thing could have imploded. Gonsolin, Trevor Bauer.
2: Don't forget about Trevor Bauer. Trevor That's
0: Bauer, Dustin May, Kershaw's hurt. Gonsolin
2: has been not hurt. hurt, not hurt. The controversy, the criminal case, the trials, the all the suspensions. Keeping that clubhouse together in the midst of all of that, when your teammate is going through all of that, that that is the news, along with all the other injuries. Mookie Betts hurt. Bellinger hitting a buck 80. Just think Think about what they've done. Mookie Betts hurt. And we find out after the All-Star break that it was his hip all season long, right? Dave Roberts knew that. Right? Did, did he throw him under the bus? No. Cody Bellinger's shoulder, oh, it's been really the shoulder more so than, the, uh, than the, the leg injury. You don't think they knew that internally? Other things that we don't know internally that are going on make up the decision-making for the Dodgers. Be happy that they're in the conversation every single year. Be happy that they're not Tampa Bay. They're not the Nationals or the Red Sox who want to dismantle if they win one. Given all of that, given
0: everything that's happened, given the injuries,
2: don't you dare do this to me and leave somebody in there too long again, Dave. I'll be on your ass again. (laughs) (laughs) I love him, but I still criticize him too.
0: I know, but Rodney, what I'm saying is, given everything we said, and as you listen. You think back through all of this stuff this year. The the players, who are they? The injuries. Trevor Bauer. You think about it. As I look at the standings at this very moment, on September 2nd, the Dodgers have the best record in baseball. You tell me another team that has gone through everything they've been through this year, everything, and have the best record in baseball. It, it really it blows your mind.
2: That...
1: Has yeah, to be but, attributed. But people, people to Dave say, but people would say,
2: "But people would yeah, but they have the best team as well. They have the best, most depth as well, so they can they can withstand an injury to Mookie Betts. They can withstand, whereas the Padres can't withstand an injury to Tatis and Machado." Right?
0: Fair. So when you have an so, injury to Mookie, Betts, you have an injury to Mookie Betts. Yeah. And Luke Rayleigh's in the lineup. I'm telling you, he he he's a nice player. That's not Mookie Betts. That that's a body you put in, Billy McKinney. He's had a couple of moments.
2: Yeah, but you still got Chris Taylor. You still got well, AJ Pollock. You still got Max Muncy. You still got Corey Seeger. So you, you, I mean, Corey Seager you, was you, hurt. Yeah, he was hurt too. But then you, you still got Justin Turner. You still got guys that not just not just got yeah. You are going to mix in a couple of the other guys that you bring up, but you still got enough. I mean, you are nine when they're all healthy is as good as baseball's ever had. Right, I mean, as good as baseball's ever had, and so I'm talking nine deep, and then you throw in the the guys that come off the bench and play in, in different times. There's nobody deeper than the Dodgers. Okay, fair. So yeah, it's impressive, but also it's impressive how they built this team because they are that deep.
0: Yeah, it is impressive how they built the team, but look at the pitching now. They have a three-man rotation. They're using bullpen games. They're stretching David Price out. They're calling guys up from. OKC, okay, who is that guy? He goes in and pitches. And it worked. Mitch, blood white. Yeah. yeah. You get in there. Now you get in there. I mean, it's it's really, you have to give credit where credit is due. Give Andrew Friedman credit. Oh, Doesn't mean it's going to finish this way, but we're talking about as we sit right now. Give Andrew Friedman credit, because yeah. And somehow he was able to pull the trigger on An incredible trade deadline move. But I think you have to give Dave Roberts credit. I have a friend, listens to the show, texts me during every game. Every game. Every single game. I'm not going to name him. He knows who he is. Every game. I hope he does. And boom, Bellinger. He's a bum. Get him out. Boom. Not Kenley. Oh, my God, no. Every game. He'll start in the second inning sometimes. Every game. And, And I always try to calm him. And I'm the one that usually loses my mind, but I come. It's all right. Give it time. I'm saying just give Dave Roberts some credit. Just give him some credit. I know he's the punching bag in the pinata. I know the manager has to take the heat. I know he's in a tough sp- I got all that. I know he gets paid for it. I know that too. Give the guy some credit. It's pretty remarkable They're where they're at.
2: Absolutely. And, and you got to also remember that it's still a human game. Still, players have to play, and guys have to pitch, and guys have to pitch in the right spot. He can put you there, put you in a position for success. It doesn't always work out that way, unfortunately. And as I say all the time, these guys on the other side get paid too. I've, I've, I've thrown touchdowns into plenty of coverages that were built to stop the play that we ran. And I've thrown interceptions when there should have been gimmies. So, I mean, it doesn't always go according to plan. So, it, I mean, it, it, it you still have to make the right pitch. I mean, if you make one that's a little elevated to a good hitter, all of a sudden, that's a home run instead of a strikeout.
0: And that's not on Dave Roberts.
2: That's not on Dave Roberts.
0: Give him credit. He deserves it. Also, give the Giants some credit, I think. <laughs> 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 I see what you did there. I like it. Yeah, give them some credit. <laughs> God bless them. They've done what they're supposed to do now. Started losing. They really haven't hit a lot of of rocky spots. They've had injuries, to be fair, but I mean they they have been just motoring along, taking care of their business. All of a sudden they run into Milwaukee and now it's a new ball game. They've dropped four straight now. Yeah. Okay? Dodgers red hot. They've won 20 of 24. You pointed it out in the tease. Ned Colletti says it. It's not a baseball game. Day, it's not a baseball week. It's not a baseball month. It's a baseball yeah. season. Yeah. And when you get to this point in the season, you better, you better have the horses and you better be playing as well as you can play. Giants are not. And the Dodgers have now moved into where they should be. Again, this weekend series in San Francisco is going to be one of the biggest Ooh. the Dodgers have played in some time. Yeah. Because you said it yesterday and I would agree. They take two or three up there and they get out of there with a little bit of a cushion. They're not looking back. Yeah. Now it's pedal to the metal. Let's go. But it, it just, you, you just have to appreciate it. You really do. And no matter how it plays out, be really thankful. You have an organization like this that is committed to winning that makes the moves necessary that you have a manager who, as he has told us numerous times, uh, he's patient and he considers that a strength. All of that plays into where they're at right now, Rodney. All of it.
2: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And it, it is a critical. Who do you think it's? Who do you think is more important in terms of going forward for? Is it more important for the Dodgers to win the series or the Giants to win the series?
0: Between the two teams right now. Yeah.
2: Between the two teams.
0: Oh, it's more important for the Giants. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh yeah. I mean, if they get tagged this afternoon again. Yeah. They are going the wrong way. They, they desperately need to win the series. Where the Dodgers, yeah, well, both teams need to win it. I'm just saying. The Dodgers ain't going
2: anywhere. That's right? the point. Even if even if they lose the series, they're not going anywhere. They're going to right. be right on their tail until they pass them again. Um, yeah, it is definitely because because of the way the momentum is shifted, the Dodgers are going one way and the Giants are going another way. It is a matter of can the Giants regain their confidence against the Dodgers, which is another thing. If they win the series, they'll regain con, you know, confidence, okay, we're back. Or do they keep falling and falling, saying, man, we lost four in a row, five in a row if it's today, and now we, we lost two out of three to the Dodgers. Oh, we got to find it back. And, it, you know, luckily for them, they play Colorado, I think, after they play us. and then But they got the Padres, Like I think. 10, 12 more times before the season's out and they'll be fighting, you know, Padres can fighting always the be Padres fighting for a wild card. So who knows what can happen in those? So yeah, they, they've got an interesting road ahead, but uh, if, if the Dodgers do take care of business, like they've been doing and go win two out of three, they don't ever look back.
0: On the show today, we have two, four packs of tickets to see UCLA take on LSU Saturday. At the Rose Bowl. That will be a good game. These are good tickets. We'll be giving those away between now and 3 o'clock. Uh, during the 1 o'clock hour. Last night I talked to Trey Turner for going Rogan. And we transferred the audio over here. So you'll get a little preview of the Trey Turner interview. And I'll tell you this. He's terrific. He, he's just a, a really uh, good guy. He was terrific
2: last night. I'll tell, I'll tell you, you what. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we'll talk to Trey Turner. Uh, and up next, David Basset will join us, and we'll continue to set the scene for the Giants series. Rogan and Rodney. Rodney Peach An athlete. Rodney Peach A father. Rodney Peach An L.A. icon. Rodney Peach
2: And this guy. Red Rogan. <laughs> AM 570, L.A. Sports. I've got a song I ain't got no melody. I'm going to sing it to my friends. I've got a song I ain't got no melody. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> throwback like Thursday. That. Throwback Thursday, yeah. Billy Preston's birthday. Want to go around in circles, Brad? I've been there. Yeah, me too. Then of time. Yep.
0: Uh, okay, Know Your Squad's coming up uh, later this hour. Whoever plays is winning uh, four-pack, at least one of them, to see UCLA and LSU. Saturday at the Coliseum. Now let's bring out our buddy, David Vasse, brought to you by and
2: tankless water heaters. And Dave, good afternoon to you. Hey, Rodney, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey Dave, before we get going, man, I gotta, I gotta give you some, some props, man. You know, I love you, right? And oh, yeah. uh, we're, we're driving home from the game last night. And, and I think my wife loves you more than I do, Dave, cause she couldn't wait to get in the car <laughs> to hear David Vasse after the game. But I also want to say I appreciated the conversation because we were just talking about Dave Roberts and all the heat that he took, he takes and, and then the Scherzer situation uh, yesterday, and you owned it. You owned the radio when you were talking about it. You owned your, your feelings about it, other people's feelings about it who were blowing up Twitter on the way home and what did he do and then trying to apologize afterwards. But I, I thought it was great last night what you did on the radio in terms of Dave Roberts uh, yesterday.
1: Yeah I was really surprised uh, Rodney how everybody was jumping all over Dave Roberts like he doesn't want to win that game against the Braves and he's just arbitrarily taking Max Scherzer out and he wasn't in the dugout you know everybody freaks out and maybe they they're traumatized by the Dodgers removing Rich Hill prematurely from games uh, big games when he should have stayed in but Uh, I really believe Dave Roberts has done his best managing job this season, and I really do feel embarrassed for the people that were texting me. I had about 10 deep asking me why Scherzer was out of the game, and I can't believe they took him out after 76 pitches. If people would just take a step back and realize it had to be an injury, and you're crossing your fingers, it's not serious, you know, I, I just, I was embarrassed for a lot of people on social media and embarrassed for the people that text me.
0: Well, I, you know, I, I said the same thing you did in the first segment. I think this is the best job he's done as manager of the Dodgers. And, and I also think people have to be understanding of the fact that he is the same human being, but a different manager than he was when he started. You know, he's learned, he's grown along the way, and, and I think you have to give
1: a guy that's had the success he's had, the benefit of the doubt. No doubt, and I feel that way about Andrew Friedman as well. You know, uh, he's, he's great. He's proven that he has a plan that is sustainable, not only for one year, but now, what, seven, eight years running? So I think both these guys have earned the credibility to be trusted with their decisions, uh, and you have, to, you have to trust them that they have a lot more information than we do. And, and that being said, and talking about Andrew Friedman,
0: uh, you know, there were some questions about, and you had them, I think I actually had them initially. Why isn't Max Scherzer pitching in the Giants series? Now, you talked to Andrew Friedman, right?
1: Yeah, I did yesterday, and I felt like I owed that to him. And honestly, I felt a little guilty that I got emotional and jumped to my own conclusion without talking to him first because I do have the access to him, and that's my job to bring what the Dodgers are thinking to you. And he explained it really well, and it made a lot of sense. Number one, The Dodgers couldn't have given Scherzer and the rest of their three starters or rest of their two starters extra days rest after the Giants series because starting tomorrow night, it's the beginning of 13 in a row for the Dodgers. So they took advantage of the day off today to be able to give Bueller, Julio, and Max extra days rest. And another part of that is the Dodgers are going to be traveling in the middle of the night after Sunday Night Baseball on Sunday to St. Louis for a day game on Labor Day. So you're going to have a well-rested Max Scherzer while the rest of the team may be dragging. And at the very least, you have a Scherzer that is going to be fully rested and can keep the Dodgers in the game while, uh, you know, we'll see what the offense can do. And the Cardinals are not a very good offensive team against right-handed pitching. And another layer to all this, The Giants, as you know, very platoon heavy. So the Dodgers are going to try to outmaneuver the Giants tomorrow night by having an opener and then have David Price in. But I would expect the Giants to stick with their right-handed bats knowing that Price is going to come into that game. So there is a method to the madness. And look, Julio Urias has pitched 150 innings this year. He only pitched a combined 80 last year, 78 to be exact. So they have to find a way to get him extra days rest because their rotation has been decimated by injuries and Trevor Bauer having his own personal issues. And this is the best way they can manage Julio. And for that matter, Walker Buehler pitching in his first full regular season, not taking the first month off. So that is the reason. And I, have, I uh, humbly apologize for uh, getting emotional getting sucked into the Fred Rogan emotional game, and that is the rational reason why. So basically, you apologize. I'm blaming you.
0: Yeah, you apologize, and then you attack me. That's you, right. You, I'm blaming you, Fred. Right. You that's, did it. I had nothing to do with it, but it was my
2: fault. That's, that's, that's right, standard. Fred. That's the norm, Fred. That's how it works around here. Uh, Dave, you, you, you mentioned, <laughs> great. you mentioned Scherzer will be rested and well, ready to go on Monday, but will he? I know he said, "Like, look, it was. I felt it early. I tweaked it. I didn't want to go too far, but I feel like I can come back and for my next start. Um, day next day. How do how do you think he feels? And and are we going to get an update on him? Or, and and can he pitch on Monday as as planned?
1: Yes, he didn't seem very concerned at all after the game last night, Rodney. So that gives everybody confidence that he will be ready. And look. That was an incredible performance last night by Max Scherzer, knowing he had hamstring tightness in his push-off leg, the right leg, and then giving it everything he had, emptying the tank, and then yeah. giving Dave Roberts the nod that, you know what, I just gave you everything I had, uh, turn it over to the bullpen. And he said that he's had this uh, this issue before, and he's been able to make the next start, so... You have to trust in a guy that um, arguably is the best pitcher of our generation. I know we always conclude that it's Clayton Kershaw, but there is uh, definitely an argument to be made for Max Scherzer. Dave, did you get
0: the impression, Rodney said it earlier in the show, and I and I, I said it on the air, uh, the way the Dodgers have been playing, and let's just eliminate that debacle against Colorado, you always think they're coming back. I mean, I actually thought in the games where Atlanta had to go to the bullpen, uh and things weren't cut and dried, I thought once they hit the bullpen, the Dodgers will win. That's the same kind of sense we've had in the past when they
1: caught fire and were playing really well. Mm-hmm. Do you have that same sentiment now? It feels like the momentum is going in their direction right now this point in time in the season, and the momentum is going against the Giants. Not only... Uh, running into a skid here and a buzzsaw in the Milwaukee Brewers and also losing two out of three to the Braves before they came to Los Angeles and got swept, but also dealing now with a thinner rotation with Alex Wood dealing with COVID-19 and Donovan Solano, same thing uh, as a position player. They don't have the pitching depth that the Dodgers do to be able to withstand uh, even one pitcher having to miss. And their bullpen is leaking oil right now as well. So uh, for that matter, it feels like the talent is winning out in this 162-game uh, marathon.
2: Hey, Dave, I, kn- I know the series is, is huge for both teams, and, and I, I kind of feel like it's almost a must-series win for the Giants as opposed to the Dodgers because I think the Dodgers can withstand it. But given, aside from the series this weekend, how big – is this game today for the Giants going into the Dodgers series?
1: Yeah, I would say it's pretty big, Rodney, especially for everything that is obvious. But more importantly, they have one of their best starters at this point in time, Logan Webb, on the mound in about 10 minutes. And if they lose a Logan Webb start, that really puts them behind the eight ball because I know many of you don't know who Logan Webb is, but he has been their best starter since the all-star break it hasn't been kevin gossman and if they lose this game with webb on the mound then uh, certainly a missed opportunity for them and they go into the series against the dodgers a full game back out of first place and that would be the first time since april 28th that the dodgers would be in first place all by themselves and dave the the rotation for the giants this weekend who are the dodgers going to see They don't know. It's still up in the air. I've been trying to find out. The one thing that I have been able to gather, it looks like Anthony DiSclafani will start tomorrow night for the Giants. So that's with the Alex Wood COVID situation, it kind of threw their rotation into kind of a tailspin. And also Johnny Cueto being hurt, same thing. It's kind of thrown it into a tailspin. So I would say for everything that I mentioned, the Dodgers have the momentum going into this series. Now they have to just seize it and play – really crisp baseball and when i say baseball guys i know everybody in this day and age is just thinking hitting no it's about defense and smart base running and they have to play that way against the team that is very opportunistic in the san francisco giants
2: yeah smart base running which is you know brings me to to trey turner who who is such a dynamic play. He's like a, he's like the guy that you know growing up playing baseball that the coaches told you to be like run everything out because you never know um, thinking double on every single single makes such a huge difference. I mean, there was no doubt when he when we saw it was the top lineup coming after Dodgers got behind, it was like okay, we're gonna fi- we're at least gonna tie the game because he's leading off the inning. He was gonna find a way to get on and hit the double, and, and the rest is history. But just the dynamic of having the speed and running the bases, Dave, is a difference maker. I think for in his game, which I think. More young kids need to take a, a, a similar approach.
1: That's why I love the nickname, the Comet, for Trey Turner. You look, he's in the batter's box, and all of a sudden, he's streaking across the diamond, and he was at second base. And how about Justin Turner? How about the wheels Turner yeah. showed yesterday? Yeah. I mean I, he, I have not seen him put it into that gear since Cal State Fullerton back in the day.
2: <laughs> Did he and Mookie go to go dive in and home school
1: together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love to go head first into home play? Exactly. You know? As long you as still it's not a, close be a kid's play. game, right? <laughs> that was awesome. And how about your guy, uh, Corey Seeger, Dave yep. Robertson, Justin Turner? pointed it out that uh, before Pollock came to the plate, Seager had a next level at bat, being down 0-2 and working a full count walk to set up Pollock to be able to drive in Turner from second base. So as you guys know, it's not always about the guy that gets the hit. A lot of times it's about the guy in front of him and in front of Justin Turner, Max Muncy gave up an at bat and hit a ground ball to the right side to get Turner to third base, Trey Turner.
0: All right. Well, Dave, oh, by the way, Dave, we'll have Trey Turner on today uh, at uh, like 1.30, I think. We're going to run it. I talked to him last night for going Rogan. he He's a terrific guy. I know you've talked to him. Boy, just what a refreshing, nice guy. And I asked him about speed, and I asked him about stealing bases. So that'll be coming up uh, later on this afternoon on the show.
1: Okay. Hey, I can't wait to hear it, Fred. Oh, you have off-night Dodger talk tonight? I do at 7 o'clock. Okay. Let Holly know, Rodney. I will. She already knows,
0: Dave. <laughs> hey, she, trust
1: me. She already she already knows. <laughs> That's so awesome.
0: All right, Dave, have a great afternoon. appreciate you coming on.
1: Okay, guys, especially you, Rodney. I appreciate you.
0: <laughs> All right, we've got the tickets now for uh, UCLA and LSU. A four-pack. We'll give them away to whoever plays. Know your squad. Today the squad is the Lakers. 866-987-2570. First caller, doesn't matter who you are. You're to pick you up, put you on the air, and you're playing Rodney and Rodney. And now
2: another Rogan and Rodney. Oh, yeah. Afternoon Delight. Oh, yeah. L.A. Oh, yeah. Proved too much for the
0: man.
2: Too much. Too much for the man. Throwback Thursday. Make it. Oh, so yeah. So he's
0: leaving He's
2: come to know takes me back ooh,
0: ooh,
1: ooh. He said he's going He said he's he going? going back to
2: find What's he going back to find Fred? To find. You know what he's going back to find? Ooh, That's right. Today's throwback Thursday to edition of Afternoon Delight is
1: the world Midnight behind. Train
2: to Georgia by Gladys Knight and the Pips.
1: And not so
2: long this song ago. appears on the group's 1973 album entitled Imagination top of the Billboard Hot 100 charts spanning the end of September and into October that year. In addition to being inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame, the song won Grammy Award for Best R&B Vocal Performance by a duo or group. It was also ranked at 439 on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Again, today's Throwback Thursday edition of Afternoon Delight is... Midnight Train to Georgia by Gladys Knight and the Pips.
0: Rogan and Rodney Roulette. Know
1: your squad.
0: Well, your world champion Dodgers travel to take on the Giants this weekend in San Francisco. You can catch the game right here on your home of Dodger baseball. Brought to you in part by WSS. A proud partner of the LA Dodgers. To so visit a store near you, visit shopwss.com. Sean in San Bernardino, you ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. It's no, you're Lakers. So the deal is, I'll give you five choices. Don't answer until I've given you all five choices. If you do, you're going to be locked out of that question. All right. All right. I got it. Cool. Ronnie, you ready? I'm ready to play. Fred and Rodney, let's go. Let's do it. Who holds the franchise record for most steals in a single season? With 208. Michael Cooper, Norm Nixon, Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson Eddie Jones, or Eddie Murphy? Michael Cooper, <laughs> Norm Nixon. Mark wow. Rodney, Magic Johnson. Okay, and Ronnie, I don't know who you were going to comment on. <laughs> I was going to say Norm Mark. Nixon. But you said Mark. <laughs> he was going to say Mark Madsen, who was not an option, unfortunately. <laughs> hey, he's Mark
2: a hell of a dancer, Madsen, though, huh? Right. right. He didn't play 200 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll
0: tell you something else, they he couldn't dance. dance. He could not dance. No,
2: no. Wasn't he good. thought he could. Thought he could, though. Yeah.
0: Oh well, Shaq encouraged him. That was the yes. problem.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: And I guess if Shaq tells you to do it. Yeah. In his mind, it. he was Fred Astaire, Fred. Oh. Of right. uh, the players who attempted at least 10 three-point attempts in the series. You got Ooh. your window down?
2: Not me. Yeah, Sean, what are you doing? I think Sean. What are you doing on the highway? Yeah, I'm on the freeway. I'm a delivery driver. Yes, my man. I love my delivery drivers.
1: Who do you know what's going on, man? <laughs>
2: who do you work for? Uh, parts authority. Okay. okay. Mechanical parts. All right. Nice. Roll up the window.
0: It is rolled up. Okay, good. Let's right. go. Of the players who attempted at least 10 three-point attempts in the series, who had the highest shooting percentage in the 2020 NBA Finals at 42%, Contavious caldwell pope Anthony Davis, Alex Caruso, Marquise Morris or Garrett Morris? Marquise Morris. Morris. <laughs> Anthony Davis.
1: Nelson,
2: no, Ronnie,
0: Ronnie, Ronnie, Anthony Davis. Good job, Ronnie. I went off the beaten path on that one a little bit. Here's an next Not always the obvious one, Fred. Well, that's true, but then in the past you said it is always the obvious one. Uh, sometimes. Okay. Uh, situation. Magic Johnson led the Lakers with an average of 13 assists per game in their NBA final series win over the Pistons in '88. Who was second on the team in assists with an average of 4.4 per game in that series? Corey abdul Jabbar, James Worthy, Michael Cooper, Byron Scott, or Jill Scott. James Great. Worthy. Great. a Ronnie. James Worthy. Son of a. I know. I know, Ronnie. <laughs> Big game, James. Ronnie's grabbed the lead.
2: Let's go. Let it go, Ronnie. I haven't heard from you in a while, Ronnie. You're
1: making Here a from me now. Let's go.
2: Let's go, Ronnie.
0: Shaq, Kobe, and Glenn Rice, the three leading scorers for the Lakers in their 99-2000 championship season. Who was the fourth leading scorer for the team that season? Rick Fox, Derek Fisher, Ron Harper, Robert Horry, or Robert Rudd? Derek Ron Fisher. Harper. Ron Harper. Oh, Sean, you're right, but Rodney had it first. Rodney had it first. Hop. Well, why are you rubbing it in? My man, huh? Yeah, but why are you rubbing it in poor Sean? Sean had it. Sean had it late. Well, yeah, you got a little late, but, <laughs> yeah. but you had it. A little late. Which of these players holds the team record for highest career field goal percentage? It's 63%. White Howard, JaVel McGee, Cedric, Cedric Sabalis, Kurt Rambus, or Kurt Cobain? JaVale McGee. The White Howard. Cedric the answer is Javel McGee, Ronnie. hmm
2: Wow. Did you say it was Kurt Cobain one of those? Yes. Movies? He did not. He did not. Kurt Cobain did not.
0: Might have been Chris Novoselic, he was a little taller than Kurt. Yeah. Here's where we're at, Ronnie. You've got three. Rodney's got two. Sean, final question you get on the board. Ronnie, you get it, you win. Robert Ory is tied for the Laker record. For most three-pointers in a playoff game was seven. Who is he tied with? Kobe Bryant, Nick Van Exel. Derrick Fisher, Michael Cooper, or Alex Cooper? Kobe Bryant. Nick Van Exel.
2: Derek Fisher, Rodney,
0: Nick Van Aschel.
2: Yeah, Rodney. Not so fast. So you come Not in. so fast, Rodney. <laughs> Rodney, you come from behind. Never no, I love to. I've heard that.
0: And, uh, Sean, congratulations to you. Here's the deal. You've got planned Saturday now. You've got a four-pack of tickets to UCLA football out at the Rose Bowl when the Bruins host LSU at 530. Great tickets still available at uclabruins.com slash tickets. And you've qualified for the chance to be a Bruin for a day, including four tickets to the game, TCL club passes, and parking. So how about that? You got a big Saturday plan, Sean? All right, I appreciate it. I'm not a UCLA fan, but I'll go. Well, you know what? (laughs) I like that in you, Sean. You you know why you should go to this one? (laughs) Because it's really going to be. It's supposed to be a really good game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Hey, thank you for listening. Be safe out there. Next hour, Trey Turner, Dodger second baseman, a shortstop by trade, fastest guy in baseball, huge acquisition at the trade deadline. I spoke with him. We're going to play the whole interview. That'll be coming up next hour. When we come back, you know what? We're going to hold this guy's feet to the fire today, Rodney. He's going to get it good. Yes, he is. Because he deserves it. Yes, he does. All right, so let's get ready to let him have it.
1: It never ends. Dodger coverage morning till night. (laughs) This is AM570 LA
0: Sports.